welcome back welcome back oh my goodness it was just about yesterday <laughs> until i last uploaded but um a lot has been going on ever since my last podcast episode so what i'm gonna do is and i might slightly go off on a rant but i will make sure that i correct myself in the process just so that it's not a tangent because it is a very important episode to me one of my favorite artists is going against a machine and what that machine looks like and what that machine can do in order to destroy those who are creative because i already feel it coming up in my soul that i'm about to go off so let me let me run the intro and dive in into today's topics of what the f and here we go Let's get into today's episode because um, I'm going to start with Khalees and Pharrell and Beyonce and the whole situation with Khalees coming out after Beyonce just recently released her latest album, Renaissance. And Khalees, who was one of my favorite artists of all time, I, I know. Some people may not have even known this, but those who do, thank you <laughs> for knowing that I've always been on Khalees's side on creative ability and being unique and original um, for the past almost two decades. I mean, probably over two decades. Yeah. So she started when she was like 16 years old. Yeah, it's been over two decades. Crazy. I want to approach this situation with an understanding of my stance before I get into the gritty details of exactly how the music industry is and also Khalees' perspective as an artist. For me, I am on Khalees' side as far as defending her stance and defending her emotions, her creativity, and the reason why she doesn't own her own masters due to another man a man that we all pretty much like if not love because he is great and and someone that i do support in the music industry as far as talent goes and in writing and producing pharrell williams him i'm a big nerd fan I love Pharrell's productions like that. I'm not taking any of that away from his actual talent as an artist. What I'm going to talk about is beyond that, is the actual situation between Khalees and Pharrell, how she was screwed over and how that involved Beyonce, right? What I'm going to do is start from the beginning I'm going to read an article from Rolling Stone. Then after that, I'm going to insert Khalees' perspective. She made two videos, actually. I'm going to play that and give my commentary on it afterwards. According to Rolling Stone, written by Cheyenne Roundtree, 
The headline says, Khalees calls out Beyonce for theft over using milkshake, but her real beef lies in years old feud with Pharrell. Well, I'm glad that they said that, at least, and <laughs> not just made about Beyonce. This was written on July 29, 2022 at 3.19 p.m. I'll also be linking the article in the description box. You guys already know that. Continuing on. Hours before Beyonce's much-anticipated seventh studio album, Renaissance, dropped at midnight on Friday, R&B singer Khalees was fuming. In the weeks leading up to the release, Beyonce had been teasing fans with tidbits of information about the dance record. First with the single, Break My Soul, followed by the tracklist and later the collaborators, producers, and various samplings from artists including disco queen Donna Summer, woo-woo, shout out to another Bostonian, Robin S., and Khalees. But according to Khalees, she was never given a heads up about that Beyonce would be using one of her tracks, going so far as to call it an act of theft. Why they gotta say it like that? Going so far. The song in question was Khalees' anthem, Milkshake, which was interpolated on the clubby fifth track, Energy, featuring Jamaican-American rapper and producer, Beam. Interpolating differs from sampling by tweaking a portion of an example song for a fresh sound while a sample lifts directly from a track. Using her verified chef Instagram account, Khalees commented on a fan page about the usage, expressing her frustration. My mind is blown too because the level of disrespect and utter ignorance of all three parties involved is astounding, she wrote. I heard about this the same way everyone else did, nothing is ever as it seems. Some of the people in this business have no soul or integrity and they have everyone fooled. It's funny that Beyonce has a song called Break My Soul. <laughs> Anyways, when another fan tried to smooth out the tension, saying they, quote unquote, always felt like Beyonce really admires Khalees, the singer currently responded, admired is not the word. Oof, jab. Khalees later took to her official Instagram account to elaborate on why she was upset. That was the second video that I'm gonna be posting. Um, saying the women have met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, adding in the video that it's beyond this song at this point. It's not hard. She can contact me, right? Khalees said. It's common decency. This was a trigger for me, she wrote in another post. Milkshake alone is one of the most licensed records of our generation. I am a creator. I'm an innovator. I have done more than left my mark on an era of music and style that would go down to history. Facts. But while Khalees may have aimed her initial criticism at Beyonce, her real issue lies with Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo. She has previously accused her former close friends of lying and tricking her into a bad deal, which left them with all the rights to her music and her empty-handed. And I'm going to get to also different artists that went through the same thing, especially Black artists. Williams, who was credited on Energy along with Hugo, did not respond to Rolling Stone's request for comment. Of course he didn't. He still refuses to comment on it. Now, this means that even though Khalees is the original performer of Milkshake, since she's not credited as a songwriter and doesn't hold any copyrights to the song, her approval was not legally needed to give another artist clearance to use the song. Legally, yes, it's true. Morally, no. <laughs> that wasn't cool. Quote, she says, I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time. She's right. Especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. And it's true. I don't think people understood that she's really not 
directly mad at Beyonce. It's, I'll get into it after I finish y'all. <laughs> Khalees first met Williams and Hugo as a teenager through mutual friends and the Neptunes duo served as the sole producers for her first two albums, Kaleidoscope in 1999 and Wonderland in 2001. Both albums are fire. I was told we were going to split the whole thing, 33, 33, 33, which we didn't do. She told The Guardian in 2020. Their argument is, well, you signed it. I'm like, yeah, I signed what I was told and I was too young and too stupid to double check it. Again, which happens more than what people realize when it comes to artistry and business. When these young artists are so hungry for fame and, and to get their craft out there and their art out there, they, they're they desperate. You know, they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of legal support to help them through that when it comes to these big contracts with these music labels and executives, unfortunately. Continuing on, she claims she only discovered the specifics of the deal years later and that the only money she made from her first two albums was from touring. But Khalees says the riff seemed to develop around the making of her third album, Tasty, which is also a bop. When Williams and Hugo were allegedly quote-unquote offended by her decision to collaborate with other producers, Khalees' first two albums were released by Virgin Records, while Tasty, which Milkshake appeared on, was jointly released by Arista Records and the Neptunes, then newly formed label Star Trek Entertainment, who also signed um, Tiana Taylor when she was young. I believe she was also like 16 or 17 when she signed. She had the song Google Me. Y'all know that song. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. I'm hot, but I'm cooler than your Jews. I'm a big shot. Probably see me in the new Explorer Safari. You know where your girl be if you want to find me. Baby, you can Google me. You While Williams has never commented directly on Khalees' claim, Hugo danced around the subject in a May interview with Vulture. I heard about her sentiment toward, towards that, he said. I mean, I don't handle that. I usually hire business folks to help out with that kind of stuff. We made some cool records back then with Khalees. I'd be great to connect with her again somewhere down the line. Boy, what? <laughs> you heard about her sentiment, but you didn't reach out to her to like make amends and figure out how they can do her right. I'm not understanding that. You usually hire business folks to help out with that kind of stuff, but yet you took it upon yourself to screw her over by saying it is what it is. You signed it. I don't care. Knowingly that you did that. And now Khalees believes that using milkshake without her knowledge or consent was done intentionally. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. No, no. This was an on-purpose direct hit which is very passive aggressive, is very petty, is very stupid, she said. The reality is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce because at, at the end of the day, she sampled a record. She's copied me before. Facts. So how many other artists? It's fine. I don't care about that. But there are bullies and secrets and gangsters in this industry that smile and get away with it until someone says enough is enough, Khalees concluded. So I'm saying it today. I'm coming for what's mine and I want reparations. Give us our reparations. Well, there you have it. So again, the beef 
is for Pharrell and Hugo. Like, I don't know why people are not understanding that. But because Beyonce's name was in her mouth, her stands are going to just see that and ignore comprehension skills and just hit directly towards, well, you didn't, you didn't have the rights. She didn't have to ask for permission. She didn't have to. She didn't have to. She didn't have to. And that's where the moral compass turns left. <laughs> now, I'm going to play both videos and continue my commentary, you guys. So here's what Khalees had to say. Okay, so I just got off stage, but I got off and I saw these retarded comments. So let me just respond. There were some good ones too, but... You know, we'll get to those after. So here's the first thing. My hair is cute. Um, <laughs> here's the first issue, okay? Number one, it's not even like I'm a human being, so I get pissed off and I get ticked off, right? I'm an artist, so I am, as Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. The reality is, okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record. She's copied me before. She's done it before. So have many other artists. It's fine. I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do... Are we female artists, okay? Black female artists in an industry that we, there's not that many of us, right? We've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, it's not hard, she can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's what, 20? She's a young white girl. She reached out when she freaking, like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because, because as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, but let me help you, okay? I know what I own and what I don't own. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, a she, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, Ooh, like it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell, and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just he's spineless. It's a miracle he can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty. Very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, would like to use your record. Which, by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. and it was No, no, this was an on purpose direct hit which is very passive aggressive. It's very petty. It's very stupid. And I'm going to say what I have to say. I don't mince my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves out. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous, jealous of someone using my song. That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like grow up. I was not thinking about her or no one else, not even on no shade, just not thinking about living my greatest, best life as I always do. So it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that from one artist to another, you should have the decency and the common sense and the courtesy to call, reach out, a manager, an agent, anybody just be like, yo, heads up, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're doing. Even if you're gonna do it anyway, just common decency. Like I said, it's happened before where people at least had the, the wherewithal to be like, yo, using your record, we understand that like Pharrell totally swindled you out of your stuff. Just wanna give the respect because that's what you do, right? No, that's not what happened. So grow up, okay? I don't miss my words, I say exactly how I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it. I don't care who likes it or doesn't like it. It is what it is. These are facts. This is not opinion. Okay. These are facts. Later. Well, she said what she said. Like there are a lot of people that have like this sheep mentality where they go with a herd of other people's like emotions and opinions. And there are some people that are part of like a stand culture of a specific artist, someone like Beyonce or as big as Beyonce. And what they do is 
they see other stands that are defending their favorite artists and they don't even question why they just see it and they're like you know what yeah i'm gonna go with the herd i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the sheep i'm gonna go with the group thinking mentality of let me at least step back and question is this validated is this accurate is is this the actual truth you know but a lot of beyonce fans i'm not even gonna call them fans because i'm a fan of beyonce but i'm not a stan right a lot of people that look at her and literally compare her to a god where they don't even take a step back to realize that Beyonce never if at all rarely you know comes out and address her fan base for being disrespectful to people that may not find a liking to her by threatening people doxing people harassing people and all types of stuff over the years that her fans have done and no, she can't control everyone in her fan base, obviously. I just feel like when it comes to another fellow Black woman that is as big as Khalees is, and she knows Khalees, they both know each other and they have mutual friends and stuff, like she said, why not come out and be like, you know what? Hey, you guys addressing this on a release, you know, following up on my release, please let, you know, the situation die down and Khalees and I will talk but please do not attack her do not do any of that stuff and Beyonce is not the type to do that that in itself to me is why I would never be a stand of Beyonce because I can look at someone and be like you know what I can see why they're doing this and I can see why they're not and I could judge based upon my own opinions my own experiences whatever but the, the fact is Khalees said it. She's like, you guys don't have an understanding of what's really going on behind closed doors. Like a lot of these people will swindle you and, and tell you something and show you something that is not accurate or the actual full story, right? Khalees said, I know what I own and I know what I don't own. You guys don't have to remind me every post, every sentence. And I feel like that's what a lot of Beyonce stands are doing is like reminding Khalees of something that she already knows, which is, no, I don't have the rights. I don't own the rights to that song or a lot of my music that was under, you know, NERD or Star Trek or whatever, Pharrell, Hugo, all of them. I don't, I know I don't own it, but that's not my argument. My argument is not that I don't own it. If anything, my argument is give me my shit. <laughs> but also on top of that, it's about a moral compass, which is something that I've been saying for the past like years, that society has lost the art of comprehension skills, empathy, sympathy, like relating, having the ability to, to take yourself out of uh, standing over someone that you legit look up to and being like, you know what, this person is not perfect. They have flaws and I'm going to hold them accountable. I should be able to hold myself accountable too. But a lot of people don't even know what accountability is, let alone how to practice it. So Khalees is on another, um, how can I say this? Not just as an artist, but as a human being, period. Khalees is on a high vibration uh, way of living, a high vibrational status, you know? She's very in tune with herself. She knows what she wants in life. She knows who she is. That's a lot of shit that a lot of people can't relate to today. 
So a lot of those people are going to give her hell for it because they're not on that same type of vibration. They're not on that that same moral compass. And as I've learned in life is that whenever you know who you are, you've had experiences in life that has shown you who people really are, how the industry and music is, and entertainment period, at your work space, you know, at your job, within your own family, within your own dynamic of friendships and relationships. There are certain people that know how to handle atrocities in life and doesn't they don't like to make themselves out to be a victim or wear their victimhood on their sleeve and walk around life like, oh yeah, I feel bad for me. There are certain people outside of zodiac signs. This is not about zodiac signs, right? But there are people that can move in life like water. They flow like water. They can maneuver themselves through hard times and be okay and know that they're going through hard times and still say, you know what, to myself, I'm going through something right now, but I'm going to be all right. And then there are those who are like, you know, what, I'm going through something and I'm going to make sure that I squeeze out every opportunity that I can to make myself the victim, to make people cater to me, to make sure that I get everything I need during this hard time, right? To the other side of that, it can be, okay, you need people. You need someone right now during your hard times. That's that's fine. That's healthy, right? But then there's a toxic side of that where it's like, I'm not putting in the work to make sure that I'm good. It's kind of like how people use God as an excuse to do anything by saying, you know what, I'm going to let God take care of it. No, no, God can't help those who don't help themselves. You have to put the work in. You can't just pray about it. You have to do something about it too. And I feel like that's what Kalise is doing. She's doing something about it. And y'all are mad about it because that's something that a lot of people have never experienced. They don't know that side of self-help, of self-health. They don't understand what it's like to be an artist of any sort, whether it's painting, music, cinematography, photography, film, whatever, whether it's sewing, any form of art, right? What it's like to have something stolen from you. In general, it doesn't mean Beyonce, <laughs> What it means is someone that you trusted and confided in that appreciated your art, you shared it with them, right? Whether it was collaboration or not. And you're like, hey, this is something I want to be shared around the world because I want to share my art with people because it means something to me. And then someone like Pharrell and Hugo takes it and is like, yeah, 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 just sign this and we're going to be good. We're going we're gonna to be good. We're going to share your, your art around the world and we're going to make sure that everyone hears it correctly, the right way. And then you sign something as a teenager, someone that is se 17 years old, and you believe them. You believe these men. Men get screwed out of contracts as well. I'm not, I'm not trying to make sure that you guys aren't including this too, but, but this is about a young girl because Khalees was a girl. She was an adult when the time she signed her contract. She was taken advantage of by two men that knew what it was. They seen Khalees' potential. We all did. Khalees performed in front of the world where her craft, where her gift. We all seen it back then. If you weren't alive, this is not for you. And it's shocking that people that were children when her first single dropped have the audacity to chime in without doing their research or studies. How dare you? If you genuinely care about music, how dare you? If you're a Beyonce fan, how dare you? Because Beyonce, if I would imagine, would want her fans to be up to date as far as how the industry goes, what talent is. Y'all still talking about, oh, Khalees can't sing. I don't understand her voice. I don't understand the hype. Y'all would never get it. Sorry.
And it's not about taste. Again, I'd be telling you, I'm like, it's not because a lot of people that are trashing her just simply don't like her music. It's more than that. People are going personal. Khalees is a gift to the music industry. Whether you agree with it or not, Khalees has something that is unique, that was necessary. And time and time again, the industry shows by taking her shit that she is special. Shout out to Mean Girls. Milkshake in one of the scenes. Mean Girls is a classic. We all know that. A woman like Khalees is like eager. She's different. She's unique. She's like, finally someone sees me. I'm hype. Yes, I'm a teenager. She doesn't have a lawyer that can go over the contract with her. Maybe she didn't even know that she should have a lawyer to go over the contract with her. Maybe her family or her friends didn't tell her. I don't know. But during that time, she didn't. She just signed it. She signed her life away. Almost damn near, pretty much, as far as her creative ability, legally. And Pharrell and Hugo took advantage of that. And the fact that anyone can't be empathetic about that tells me and it shows me exactly why I am the way that I am. It shows me exactly why I feel the way that I do about my shit and my artistic ability. Because I'm not going to just sign my rights away to just any platform like the Travel Channel, for instance, because I'm a travel vlogger. I'm not going to do that. I want to see the contract. I want to see that my, the numbers align. But I'm, I'm older. I'm not 16 or 17 years old. She was. Unfortunately, and she's admitted, she's like, you know what? I made a mistake when I was a young teenager that I signed something that I shouldn't have, but I was told I was doing something for the right way of the right way of being able to express myself as an artist. And these two men swindled me and said, well, you should have never, you should have never signed it. And it's like, and y'all really have people out here being like, well, you should never sign the contract. Oh, you don't own the right. So who cares? Beyonce doesn't owe you the right. She doesn't owe you. She doesn't owe you. And I kept seeing that in comments from YouTube, Instagram, you know, Twitter. It was like a, a repeating, like, I don't know, a Twilight Zone <laughs> of her, her stands saying the same thing over and over again. And this is what I mean. A lot of people don't have their own mindset to think for themselves. So what they do is they see other people repeating the same things rather than doing the research themselves. And especially these young, young Gen Zers, you know, I call them Gen Zers, Gen Z kids, and even the, um, the young millennials who are out here kind of like using social media as a, ta a bullying tactic where they know that there's other fans on there that they can, that can back them up for their stupidity or ignorance. It's kind of like, Who's going to check me if I have these big, you know, this big group of stands behind me that are going to validate my ignorance because they're ignorant too. It's, it's very odd, so odd that you even have people that are like, well, Khalees hasn't released music in a long time. Why have y'all streamed her latest uh, music, her latest streams, her latest, uh, like, again, they, a lot of people are making this about Khalees and her career and her artistry and disrespecting it rather than staying on topic about exactly what her issue is. It's kind of like y'all are listening, y'all are watching this, this video, this first clip that I just posted. I'm going to post a second one in a, in a few. A lot of people are listening. They're watching, they're hearing her, what she says. And she's very clear. <laughs> it's not like she's drunk or any of that where y'all kind of like trying to you know, pick apart what she means. She's very straightforward about her, her purpose and what she wants and what she means. And y'all are still offending her. Y'all are still attacking her. 
Okay, y'all are still invalidating her experience. And this is what I've been saying. When someone has an experience with someone and that person doesn't like, when that person finally comes out to tell their truth or their side of the story, all you have to do is just simply not treat that person wrong and they would not have anything to talk about or not have, you know, an interview or documentary to blast your ass. You should have just treated them with respect from the jump. But because they shared their experience with you and it's not good, you then feel some type of way. Right? Rather than just simply treating a, another person with human dignity, with decency. That's all Pharrell and Hugo, Chad, Hugo, had to do. That's all they had to do was make sure that Khalees, before she signed that contract, she understood what she was signing rather than being like, no, no, sign that. We're, we we're good. We're good. We have all been there in relationships where another person would be like, no, we're good. We're good. I love you. I care for you. We're good. And then out here doing some shiesty shit behind your back, right? When was the last time your heart was broken by someone that you trusted? And that really, you really felt like they were probably going to be your wife or husband. When was the last time you signed a contract to a T-Mobile or a Verizon contract for cable? You just signed it away. And then when you get some additional bills tacked onto it, you go up there at the customer service desk at your local Verizon or T-Mobile store and complain about it. And they're like, well, you signed it. And you're like, well, that's not what I wanted. Okay, but you signed it. That's what you signed. So we're going to act on what you signed. Adults, people that have children, families, even old people, signing away contracts, contracts without reading through it because it's too much. I ain't reading all that. You telling me that this is what I'm going to get from my cable bill. All right, then I'll sign it. And the next thing you know, you got Cinemax and HBO and stuff on that thing. and You never agreed to it. We can be mad at everyday civilian lives of mistakes, but you want to single out this one woman, Khalees, for making a mistake as a teenager? Get the hell out of my face with that shit. Seriously. Seriously. Because we can go from Lil Wayne, we can go to Lauren Hill, we can go to all these amazing top artists that have signed contracts that has stolen their voices from them and we still cheer them on. I've been to a Lauryn Hill con um, concert. I met her, I took a picture with her. And she was like, three hours late. We know her for to be late because her chakras and, and her energy needs to be aligned and stuff, which is her right. I get it. Yet when people were complaining that she was playing her songs and the upbeat, the tempo was off compared to her actual studio album. I'm like, do y'all not realize she doesn't own the rights to her songs, so she can't perform them when she tours? Maybe that's why she doesn't like touring because she understands that her chakras that were, that were aligned when she recorded her studio album that she felt when she made Zion and all these like emotional connections to an artist in their work is very viable. And, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. So they're kind of like, whatever, just give me, give me, give me, give me content, give me music, give me something to listen to and watch. So they can care less about the process of what that individual is going through in order to give you that art. Then we throw it in the artist's face for not making music for a while as if that means anything because they decided to take a break from the industry because they've been screwed over and misunderstood. So they take up other interests. 
Khalees decided to become a classical trained chef, which is amazing. She decided to get a farm. She wanted peace. We all know what that means when we want peace, right? Like we start doing things that will make us happy again. And the fact that people are throwing in her face, like, oh, you haven't made music in a long time, even though she came out with her album Food and promoted it and even made a couple of music videos for it. Whether you seen it or not, doesn't make it invalidated. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make it that it's wrong, that she's like, you know what? I decided to take a break from the BS and focus on something that makes me happy, which is food. Food and music goes together, which is something that she said as well. And she's great at it. That can change your life. But what about their lives? What about what inspired them to make that song or 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 make that movie? You know what I mean? Like what what about these people that give you the 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 joy and experience of living through them by listening to their purpose, you know? And I feel like I kept telling people, I'm like, look, Lauren Hill doesn't own the rights to that album. So she's not going to perform her music off the actual studio album the way that you hear it when you listen to the album. Understand that. It might be fast tempo. It might be slowed down. It's not going to sound the same. And y'all are still mad at her. It's easy to, right? Because when you have blogs after blog after blog after blog, especially black blogs, because we already know how TMZ and all the mother folks operate, ET and all of them operate when it comes to black artistry and black um, news. I'm not talking to them because it's expected that they would fuck up. But I'm talking about actual black people that do other black people wrong. And I, I just feel sad. I've already been angry about this whole Khalees situation of how people attacked her, but I'm sad now because people are still missing the point. Even with the whole Will Smith situation, I'll get to that in another episode, child. Even with Will Smith, people are attacking him even after he apologized because they believe that his apology wasn't sincere, even though he's apologized before that. And you know that he's apologetic. You know he regrets what he did. Regardless if it's due to the way that you would do it, I don't know. I just feel like people put too much investment in others that they're not doing that same type of investment with themselves as far as emotional connection and understanding and and empathy. A lot of people are messed up, you know? But going back to the whole Beyonce situation, the reason why Khalees mentioned her was because Khalees even said, I know Beyonce, I know who she knows. We have mutual friends. And all she had to do was call me and being like, yo, you know, you're going to be on my album or whatever, even if it's like a second. Because let me tell you something. As a travel vlogger that got paid to do certain things when I was traveling with uh, different companies and businesses with um, airlines, etc., or tourism, I filmed a, a vlog in Switzerland and I posted on my YouTube channel and Swiss Airlines were doing a competition where they wanted to use my image and my footage when I was in Switzerland for, you know, their contest. And they had to pay me for it. They paid me like $1,500 just for like a five second clip. You darn right. They're going to pay me $1,500. I probably should have asked more because they have the budget. Don't undersell yourself or your talent or your purpose as far as what you're doing. And it's weird because a lot of us do feel like we don't deserve a certain amount of money or compensation, attention for just doing what we're good at. 
we're so good at it that it's like, why are you paying me for it? It's kind of like self-sabotaging, but not really, but close to it, I guess. <laughs> I question myself sometimes where I've gotten paid a certain amount of money. And I'm like, yo, that's a lot just for me to do this. But that's my worth. And I'm just letting y'all know, I do love Beyonce's Renaissance album. It's actually my second favorite album out of all of her albums. So I'm going to do my own review, my own things, but I just wanted to talk about Khalees in this segment because I love Khalees a lot and it just made me sad to see like the reactions of people without checking themselves of why they're acting the way they are towards her without getting the full like scope of everything and what Khalees has contributed to in the music industry as an alternative artist. But let me play the second video for you guys that she came back with because a lot of people were giving her a hard time. So I just want to play this video so you guys have all the full context of this discussion. So just to add to my thought, <laughs> here's the issue, okay? This is not about, really not about Beyonce or anything else for that. The reality is, okay, and I said what I said, so still all facts okay but the reality is that this is more about the fact that like there's a lot of hypocrisy and there's a lot of nonsense so we've got pharrell who did a video uh sorry an interview i think last year talking about artists rights and how people should be able to rework their deals and artists should be getting credit for what they've done and all this stuff where in reality when i was signed to him i had the same manager that he had and he has writing credits on my records okay all my singles coincidentally and he never wrote a song a lyric a day in his life okay and so, yeah, that's a problem. Number two, we've got Beyonce, who, like I said, out of human decency and artistry and female, just all of the stuff she sings about, all this empowerment and stuff, I don't talk about it. I am about it, okay? So the reality is all of this female empowerment, it only counts if you really do it, if you're really living it and walking the walk. Don't just talk the talk. It's real cute and fun to sing all these girls' songs. Like, come on now. Let's be real, all right? And then thirdly, you want to talk about Pharrell's time? Oh, because I'm happy. I'd be happy, too, if I was stealing all kinds of folks' publishing and rights to songs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I actually really, really wouldn't be happy because it's evil. But the point is, okay, is that there's a lot of hypocrisy, and someone has to talk about it and bring it up. And it just so happens that I am I was thrown in this. This is not like I looked for it. I was actually, last night, I was posting on my Bounty and Full page just doing my own thing. And then I saw one of my fan pages, and someone was like, oh, that's a collaboration. Collaboration between B and Khalees. No, it's not a collaboration. It's called thievery because the collaboration, the definition of collaboration, it means that we are working together. There's no working together if you are not even checking to see if everything's cool. That's a problem, okay? I would never do that to another artist, for real. I never have, I never would. Why? Because what's the point? If I like it so much, why wouldn't I just be like, yo, I really like it. Can I use it? What's that? Like, whatever. That doesn't happen, right? It's nonsense because some people, I don't know if they, I don't know what they think. I really, I don't even care. The point is something has to be done about it. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm not going to pop off all the time. I'm saying what I have to say because it's true. Okay. But I do think that something needs to be done. It happens to a lot of artists. It happens all the time. And I think that really something needs to change. And this just might be the fuel that I needed to actually do it because honestly, I try to keep to myself and stay out of the drama, but if it keeps coming to me, what else am I going to do? Right? That's all. So say what you want to say. I don't really care. Peace. I mean, like she said, collaboration is when all parties are working together and knowingly and they know what their duty is and they know what side they should participate in as far as creative ability. And it's kind of like a school project, right? Like if I am grouped with two people that decide not to participate in the group and I do all the work, 
I'm not going to get on, you know, the front stage in class and being like, hey, here's our project, you know, by so-and-so, including myself. No, I'm going to be like, this is my project. And these are the people that didn't participate in it. Sorry, I have been that petty before in school. (laughs) When it came to like being partnered up with people that I knew that wouldn't do the work and I would and I was like, nah, y'all not getting the credit. So you could beat my ass if you want to after school, but um, you could try it and you won't win. But nevertheless, I'm going to say like, hey, I did all the work. If it's not in front of the class, I'm going to pull the teacher aside and be like, yo, no, I did most of this, but this is what happened. You're not going to sleep on a project and then get credit for it. Absolutely not. And just say, hey, it looks good. I agree. But you could have added more to it and it could have been better, but you didn't. You just took the easy way out. So I I get her on that. And again, like Khalees is frustrated right now. She's very annoyed. She's so annoyed. And how many of us have ever been annoyed about anything in life where someone will gaslight you and say you're being dramatic or it's not that serious or you're doing too much? Imagine someone telling you like when you're chill and then they do something and when you actually react in a manner that they don't approve of, they're like, no, how dare you act belligerent? And it's like, (laughs) it's like, I'm not belligerent, but now I am because you're like gaslighting me, you know, like don't tell me that I'm being dramatic when I'm not, or tell me that I'm angry when I'm actually cool. I mean, seeing like tweets and stuff on Twitter, uh, coming from Beyonce stands by saying like the most unnecessary mean things that you can say about another person who is just simply should be able to express themselves or like they're their frustration or aggravation for years, you know, this is not new. And a lot of Beyonce stands are like, why even direct anything towards Beyonce and not Pharrell? And it's like, did you not listen to both videos? Like she literally said, this is not really about Beyonce. (laughs) And y'all are still saying in the comments, why is she not directing at Pharrell? Why is she mentioning Beyonce? And it's like, At that point, that's when you just ignore those type of people because it's like, I'm not arguing over over someone else that doesn't know that you exist. She know I do. Um, Khalees does at least. But Beyonce is a billionaire and the fact that people are dying on a hill for a billionaire period is very strange to me. Um, She doesn't need any defending. You can be passionate. You can be a fan because I'm a fan of Prince, a huge fan of Prince. Whitney Houston, a lot of y'all know that. Um, Janet Jackson, SZA, Tanache. Uh, I have my few. Top, you know, Solange is also in that category. Beyonce's actual sister. I have my few category. I have my few favorites, right? But if they did something wrong, and it's funny because Prince even, you know, spoke about making sure you own your masters and stuff, but um how tricky the industry is, but nevertheless, I, if they did something wrong, I'm like, yeah, they, they did something wrong. I can still be a fan of them. Like I still play their music and people are like, but y'all still playing Beyonce's album, even though you're coming for her. And it's like, no, (laughs) no, 
No. Like, I love... Honestly, this album, Beyonce's album, is, like I said, my second favorite album of hers because I love her self-titled album. That's my favorite album. And with this album, you can kind of hear, like, a deeper level. Like, she stretched it to what I imagined Beyonce to be. When she came out with that blow video, huh, honey, I got my life. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Virgo that I like. Like, this is the Beyonce that I need. And this project literally just heightens it. it just, it's like a, a a salvation of blow, you know, in, in cultural. And when she talks about her pride of being a black American, I'm like, yes, this is this is my lane. Like show out, show out for your people, girl. My issue again is with the fact that people just can't seem to balance the two between being a fan of Beyonce and still defending Khalees because it's, it's something that I would assume to be common sense. But again, a lot of people only hear what they want to hear when, you know, someone like Khalees comes out and says, you know what, the the issue is about Beyonce because that's the current issue I have as far as Pharrell goes. It was only like a four second clip where they used Khalees' song and Pharrell knew that. That's why Pharrell is so shitty for what he did to, to Khalees. People are like, oh, well, Khalees, you need Beyonce. And it's like, no, Khalees is a freaking goat. Khalees is an icon. Get that straight. You may not know about Khalees. You may be either too young or too old to to, to appreciate individuality and artistic uh, ability to be yourself and, and lay down the found, like lay down the footprint for those who are able to express themselves, right? Khalees came out before Nivea did. Y'all think Nivea was the first person to rock colorful hair? Y'all really think that? Y'all think all these artists out today that are able to wear all these colorful hair um, express themselves the way they do. Y'all really don't think that Khalees wasn't a part of that trend? When it wasn't okay to be weird or different as a black person, especially as a black woman. Like during that, I remember vividly loving Khalees when I first seen the milkshake video. Because I'm like, whoa, this is different <laughs> you know like this is different from the rest you had Aaliyah's back then that had the 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 clean look the fresh look right you know a fresh press out the hair salon with a, a side bang in the front with the color jet black a 1b give it a nice dark jet black hair color very original with dark sunglasses you know that era was not the right era for Khalees because a lot of people were like this shit is dope or they were either like, this is weird as hell. Like, what is what is she doing? This is weird. And I feel like a lot of people are in that phase of like, I don't understand Khalees, so I'm just going to trash her. I'm going to trash everything she's worked for. I'm going to trash her art. I'm going to trash her existence. And and to say that, you know, go, 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 go on a farm. Like, you always, like, to use her being a farmer, a classical trained chef, and having the whole experience of, farm the table and you're making fun of her for it as black people you're making fun of someone that's able to that's able to have a the ability to self-sustain and grow their food that's the state of a lot of people in the black community y'all are trashing another black woman for doing something that she should be doing that we all should strive for right in a capitalistic society where we don't trust our produce where we don't know where it comes from and y'all are making fun of her for that 
because you don't agree with how she's able to express herself about what she, what happened to her? Really? I remember when Cardi B fans came after me and I was kind of taken back for it because there was a blog, an entertainment blog that posted a question about how do, you know, their followers feel about Cardi B taking back um, Offset when he cheated and got caught and, and et cetera, whatever. And I was like, you know, well, I mean, I wouldn't take him back for <laughs> publicly cheating on me as even if it's in private, you cheat on me, I'm done for. I don't that that level of disrespect and emotional abuse. And to me, cheating is physical abuse. I don't care what nobody says. You cheat, I am done. You make the choice to do it, and I have the right to make a choice to how to handle it, right? 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 So I said, Oh, well, I would never do it. Like, she's famous, like she's popping now. And this was when I really expressed my disdain for Cardi B because I was like, how dare you throw a shoe at a, a heel, a stiletto at another woman's chest on a live platform such as Love and Hip Hop during a reunion because you decided to mess with her man. You decided, even if it's a storyline, she, she actually threw the shoe at her chest and she was, I really feel like she was not held accountable. If she was, it was not public, but I didn't like that. And that's what made me really realize like, yo, she's a bird. Like y'all really supporting a bird from the Bronx that you can, you can throw glitter on her face. You can throw a nice laid down snatch wig on her and she would still be the gutter. And it's not because she comes from where she comes from. It is not because she has a talent that could be, you know, that can be purposeful in order to make it big. I'm not going to go down that lane. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not going down that lane with Cardi B today. But nevertheless, she mentioned me after I said what I said under that entertainment blog. And she said something like, well, I'm rich. I got this. I got that. Da, da, da. And it's like, yeah, but that's my point. Why are you taking back a known cheater that continuously em embarrasses you? Right? Because he got good D? Because his, his sex is good? To the point where you got your face fixed because a lot of people are talking about it. But yet this highly anticipated artist, someone that is bold, that stands in their shit, that's confident, that knows what she has to offer. And you coming at me. I don't know if it's because she clicked on my profile and seen my follower count. Because some celebrities will do that where they're like, oh, so this is somebody that has like over like 20, 50,000 followers. So clearly they're picking attraction. So I, I should talk to them. I should get on their level, right? Even though I have close to a million or more. The fact that she was able to mention me under a entertainment blog where I didn't even mention her name, but she found my comment and decided to talk to me. And what a, another blog did was take a screenshot of her and I going back and forth. We didn't even go back and forth. I said one thing and I, and I left it at that. Someone took a screenshot and reported to another entertainment blog and her fans got on me because the way that it was posted, it looked like I randomly went on her actual page. I've never followed Cardi B a day in my life and I never will. I've never followed her, let alone ever commented on her page. A lot of her fans from the Bronx came with a certain mentality in my D my mentions talking about, oh, you're a woman. You travel by yourself. You're weird. You're lonely. I'm like, I'm weird as a black woman for solo traveling through the world. 
and hitting 37 countries by my, most of them by myself and is able to experience life without having to wait on somebody, you're using that as a dig? And you probably never fucking left New York yourself? And you're using me as a black woman accomplishing something that is grand. That is something that a lot of people would never do in their lives. And you want to use that against me as an insult? Something that should be praised? That's exactly what people are doing towards Khalees with her farming. Her owning a farm. If you don't, haven't looked it up, YouTube Khalees's home tour, her farm tour, whatever. But YouTube it, Google it, I don't care. There's there's like a few videos I've watched of her discussing the process of owning a farm and, and the, her, her compound. Like, it's beautiful. Lenny Kravitz has a compound in Brazil. Gorgeous. Love it. Farm to table food, produce, fresh produce. And y'all are making fun of that. Imagine the level of cognitive dissonance. Imagine a level of ignorance that as a person of color or a black person, you would literally sit up there and trash another black person or a person of color of their success because it simply is easy to do, right? It's not, it's not conventional. It's not conventional in society, societal terms of what it looks like to be successful. Looking successful is having a BBL, getting flued out, having all the, the latest designer purses in your closet, talking about the latest rapper's penis you hopped on. That is societal standard for a lot of people. So whenever you're someone like Khalees that owns a farm, which is crazy good, okay, her children are okay. They, they are well taken care of. And you, dis, you diminish this black woman to crumbs because she's going after the machine. And I kept telling people, somebody was like, what's the machine, Beyonce? And I laughed and I'm like, you wish. But the machine that's pushing Beyonce is a problem. The machine, the entertainment industry, the music industry, um, being, looking, acting, all that, a certain way that gravitates towards social media for clicks and views and commentary, Khalees is not about that. And she never was. Y'all think y'all know who Khalees is. Those who don't know Khalees are the ones that are so heavily bent on going against what her point. I swear to you. It is disturbing that people can literally sit there grown asses up on a platform, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I don't give a damn, and sit there and call Khalees out by calling her bitter for saying, you know what? This man, Pharrell, who's been screwing me over for years and still has yet apologized or gave me my rights or even allowed me to purchase them back, right, for a hit, multiple hits, that represents my artistry, my craft that you guys enjoyed and listened to and gave money to and contributed to, right? And how dare you question me for raising awareness that I've been screwed and this woman, Beyonce, Giselle, Knows Carter, right? Purchased stolen property from a man like Pharrell. And I'm now saying this is what happened. And y'all are mad at me for coming out and speaking on it? Because Beyonce's in my mouth? How dare you mention Beyonce? Stop mentioning Beyonce. Uh, why is she talking about Beyonce? Leave that up for Pharrell. She's, 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 she's done it. She's done it for years, y'all. She's done it for years. Please. Check your filters.
check your filters that allow you to let someone like Beyonce to not allow to be reapproached. For someone like Beyonce to not have faults in how she conducted business because as much as she likes to pride herself as being a businesswoman, she still has hiccups like the most of us do. Like I said, like most of us do, right? Fuck out of here. Khalees had every right to say whatever she needed to say. She did. She did. And this is coming from someone that literally loves this album that Beyonce has come out with. I mean, honestly, she has a sample of Donna Summer. Donna Summer is from my city, Boston. She she She's from Cambridge, but I mean... I guess I'll include that in Boston, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Donna Summer, when I heard, I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> I would hope that she actually paid Donna Summer her respect by clearing shit out. But it's crazy. You don't hear that. You don't hear anything about Beyonce samples that she used in her album having a hard time besides Khalees. And I wonder why. I wonder why the only person that has spoken out on this album that is very clear and trending right now is Khalees. The same person that's attached to Pharrell who clearly has disrespected Khalees. And y'all are blaming Khalees for it and not going after Pharrell, right? Fans, hello. Go after Pharrell. Don't come after Khalees for expressing her aggravation with Pharrell by partnering with Beyonce and using her. Both of them. Pharrell used both of them. If anything, Beyonce shouldn't fuck with Pharrell after this shit. Because <laughs> I'm shocked that Beyonce even worked with Pharrell as far as using Khalees's four second, five second, whatever. I don't care if it was a hum. Hmm. I don't care if it was that that was on Beyonce's track. It is still Khalees's work. It's still her work. It is still her work. Imagine again, like I be telling people, put yourself in any artist's shoes that has been done wrong or could have been done better. Someone that was done wrong or could have been done better. And let someone tell you to shut the fuck up. Let someone tell you to keep your mouth shut because you're speaking on a big dog. You're speaking on a top dog. You're speaking on a diva, such as Beyonce. How dare you mention Beyonce's name in the midst of you approaching Pharrell, who you've already approached for years already, and Chad's ass. How dare you mention Beyonce, someone that is a sister girl, someone that Khalees already knows personally, has her contact, someone that she respects to the level where she's upset because she understands that Beyonce should know better as far as going through the tunnel of Pharrell's bullshit and using even, I don't give a fuck if it was two seconds of Khalees' voice. How dare you not check in with me, be like, you know what? Hey, Pharrell approached me about using a sample of your um, vocal accords or a beat, whatever, from a, an album that came out years ago. That maybe even to, how long? When did when did that shit come out? Using my using my artistry, period, that I was involved in, and you know the history. Everyone 
that loves music or that is involved in the music industry as far as like soul, R&B, hip hop, etc. within the last two decades should have an understanding of what's going on with Khalees. And if you don't, you have mistaken yourself as uh, as being the person that understands what's going on in the music industry. As far as timing, you know, generation, decades, etc. A lot of people pride themselves on, on on knowing the music industry, but a lot of people really generally don't know shit. Literally, don't know the importance of the 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 shit that matters. You you understand what I'm saying? Like the the foundation, what it takes to be great. Shout out to Mace because I'm gonna also talk about him. He came out recently in an interview talking about P Diddy and ownerships and all types of stuff, and I'm like. The fact that people have have trashed Mace, he's like, in order to be one of the greatest, you will have to be under the one of the greatest. You will have to grab coffee for one of the greatest. You will have to do things that you generally would never do for someone that you could care less about in order to move up in the industry that that you picked, right? In order to succeed and craft and be great at. I, I just generally feel like a lot of people don't know shit about the music industry, let alone how the semantics and the, the politics go behind closed doors as far as ownerships, licensing, politicking with labels, becoming independent, getting out of contracts. Y'all don't pay attention to that shit because it doesn't matter. You want music. You want to hear an experience. You want all of that. But unless you respect the actual artist of a craft that has paved the way for other artists to jump on and make it popular and spin and twerk their asses around for the younger generation to comprehend and understand and dance to, don't ever fix your mouth to fucking talk about Khalees as far as how she should express herself. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I've been screwed over over my own content because someone thought they they had the right to fucking pick a five-second clip out of my video that I fucking use for myself on YouTube and make it public. Swiss Airlines, they owed me money and they gave me my shit because I told you, you're not going to fucking just take... They had to ask permission. You're not going to take five seconds out of my video blog when I was in Switzerland and use it for a promotion or a contest for whatever the fuck y'all got going on. I don't know what the hell, I don't know anything about that. But if you're going to use my like my likeness, if you're going to use anything about me, Angelica Smiley, you're going to have to ask permission. You're going to have to pay for that shit. And you're going to have to offer me a price that I feel is justified. And if I don't accept it, you can't use my shit. Sorry. You got the money, pay me my shit. If I'm worthy to be notified about some shit that I've done on my own free time without having you in mind, you got damn right. You're going to have to ask me permission to use my shit. Same thing with Khalees. Y'all saying, oh, Khalees needed Beyonce to be hyped again. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Do y'all not know who Khalees is? Khalees has been touring. She has been doing her thing. She's She's been had a farm like... I, I really struggle to understand people's point of view or their perspective equally when they're just ignorant without doing their own research about the only person that they're trashing. You're trashing Khalees, but you don't know shit about her. How? How are you trashing someone you don't know anything about? How does that make sense to you? 
because you want to fucking get some retweets, some likes, some clicks, some views. Like, get the, get the fuck out of here. And that's the thing is, like, the way that I look at the situation is real life. I look at it as a an opportunity to discuss people's ignorance surrounding popularity, surrounding group thinking, surrounding not having a mind of your own as far as creative ability, right? Why are you attacking Khalees and not Pharrell? Why are you attacking Khalees and not Pharrell? Beyonce stands. I want to know why y'all because she mentioned Beyonce's name and and what what are you going to do? Fight her? Like what are you going to do? Fuck out of here. Khalees had every right to say what the, what she needed to say. That's all I got to say. Khalees had every right to say exactly what she needed to say. And she said what she needed to say. And it triggered the fuck out of a lot of people. Too many people for my liking. Okay. Too many people. And too, so many people that I, it, it literally verified exactly why the fuck I feel how I feel about today's society. Critical thinking. Lack of emotional intelligence. Lack of comprehension reading skills, lack of comprehension when listening to someone else because you already had a you already have made up in your mind that this person is saying bullshit because it's against someone that you genuinely admire that has shifted your life, that has made your your life better because of their music, right? So you feel offended personally. I, I, I again, I I get it. I understand. <laughs> but you would not diminish another artist by speaking up for their own art, regardless if it's towards someone that you genuinely care about and, and appreciate, such as Beyonce, regardless if it's someone like Pharrell, because I, like I said, I'm even fucked up because I love Pharrell's music. I love his productions. I own, as far as CDs, streaming, vinyls, a lot of his work. Like I fuck with Pharrell. Like his, he's, he's a genius. And a lot of geniuses are fucked up too. <laughs> I can say both, right? I can say two things at once. And the fact that a lot of y'all really feel like in order to be a Beyonce stan, you have to diminish what Khalees is saying by acting obtuse, by acting like you don't hear her. Beyonce has a lot of fans that literally can't put one plus one equals two together. I'm pissed at this point. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a contribute to Khalees as far as what she has contributed to in the music industry. What is the finish and bottom line here? Trash Khalees and then what? Beyonce's album is still going to be streamed. It's still going to be supported. She's still going to have support. Y'all still support her. Y'all still going to go on her tours, her sold out tours. Y'all still going to do everything that you've been doing but for some reason, to make yourself fucking feel better as a fan, you want to trash another fucking woman about where she stands in the industry and as far as her holding another artist like Beyonce accountable for fucking purchasing something that was stolen? Get the fuck out of here with the shit. Y'all are really jumping through fucking hoops and antics in order to justify bullying towards Khalees. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I would hate it if it was towards Beyonce too. And somebody was like, oh, well, wait. If it wasn't Beyonce that used her sample without confining in her, would y'all still feel the same way? Yes. What do you mean? 
I, I, I really, I, <laughs> I have a hard time understanding this shit because to me it's very simple. Maybe because as someone that loves music, I have a whole degree. My, my educational degree and my background is in entertainment management, by the way. So I know the bare minimum, at least logically, educationally, what I'm talking about. And I see exactly what I'm looking at. And that same rhetoric of blame the victim for feeling how they feel can go towards relationships. It can go towards abuse and in, in, in family, in, um, employment, relationships, et cetera. People that victim blame. Like, how are you blaming Khalees for feeling how she feels and saying that she's attacking Beyonce and labeling just simply calling out Beyonce when you're literally hearing Khalees say Pharrell's name? Like, y'all hear her saying what she's saying. Y'all still are telling yourselves nope nope she's not saying pharrell she's not saying pharrell enough she's talking about beyonce <laughs> like i said i'm not arguing with people that already have their minds made up about this whole situation khalees is that girl clearly <laughs> she's that girl <laughs> Y'all are that bothered by someone that cl y'all claim to be nobody. That y'all claim to not have any form of influence. The same person that y'all stand for has used a few seconds off of her influence. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. And y'all saying that she needs Beyonce? Why even pay Pharrell to use a few second clip of Khaleesi's voice if she didn't need it? <laughs> <laughs> ask that what about that anyways y'all I'm gonna catch y'all on the next episode because I have a lot more to talk about um <laughs> it's just crazy it is crazy and now and now I can finally say why Khalees is that girl finally like I've been saying it I've been showing it Check my Instagram. Period. <laughs> I've been known. This is that girl. So anyway, y'all have a good one. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.